Welcome to the Dewhawk Digest, the podcast for all things Loras College. In this episode, we take a look at the Master of Athletic Training Program. I'm Robert Waterbury, Assistant Director of Campus Communications, and I'm pleased to welcome the Athletic Training Program Director and Assistant Professor of Athletic Training, Molly Figgins. Molly, welcome to the Dewhawk Digest. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for taking time and coming in and chatting a little bit about the program. Absolutely. Um, there's nothing I probably enjoy more than talking up our Master of Athletic Training program and bragging about it a little bit because, of course, we think it's uh, pretty unique and pretty wonderful here at Loris. Well, let's kind of take a, a high-level look at it. Just generally speaking, if somebody's not familiar, what is our Master of Athletic Training program all about? Sure. So um, over the past couple of years, uh, nationwide, athletic training education has really been shifting from bachelor's degrees or undergraduate degrees to graduate degrees or master's level education. Um, it is a shift that has been mandated by our accreditors, um, the CATI, the Commission for Accreditation of Athletic Training Education. That's a mouthful. <laughs> um, but they have mandated that all athletic training education programs shift to a graduate degree level. So at Loris, we were really lucky because um, we had the support from our administration and from our faculty on campus and from our clinical preceptors to make that shift early. So while many programs out there, especially in the state of Iowa, remain bachelor's level programs, um, we've already been up and running for a couple of years with our Master of Athletic Training degree. So um, when a student gets to the point in their education where they're ready to enter graduate education and they've wrapped up their undergraduate degree, um, they can enter into our two-year program. It's two years straight through. At Loris, we have a couple of avenues for admission, which again makes us unique. We have the three plus two route. So some students will opt to begin at Loris as freshmen and they'll enroll in our kinesiology undergraduate program and finish that in about three or three and a half years. And then they'll move right into their um, graduate athletic training program upon acceptance, of course, and um, they'll wrap up their graduate athletic training degree in two years. So they can be at Loris for a total of five years. Um, students from other colleges and universities might choose to apply to Loris after they finish their bachelor's degree elsewhere, which is fine as well. Um, and if they meet admission requirements, we accept them into the program, and so then they would be in the program for two years total. Okay, so, so either way, it's, it's a two-year program, but if it's if they start as a freshman at Loris to do their undergrad, it can turn into a five-year program mm -hmm. total yes. instead of doing the, a typical four-year yep. undergraduate degree and then adding two more years. That's exactly correct. So typically a student would do um, four years of an undergraduate degree and two years of graduate education, um, but we have the option here at Loris to um, provide an accelerated program for students where they can finish both of those degrees in five years. So the bonus for parents or for families is that <clears throat> during the fourth year of the program, if a student begins at Loris as a freshman or as a first-year student, um, they can still pay that undergraduate tuition rate. So it's a huge financial savings mm -hmm. as well. Okay. So the first cohort for the, the master's program started in May of 2019. Mm -hmm. And so we are into our second cohort mm -hmm. right now. How is how has it gone so far for the first being in, into the second year? Um, initially, everything was going wonderfully. Mm -hmm. um, of course, a global pandemic will throw a wrench in a few things. And so we've had to rearrange some classes and some clinical work. Um, but overall, um, 
I think the students are doing really well. And I think that's maybe one of the benefits of being a graduate program at this point in time. Um, students have been students longer. So by the time you're a graduate student, you've learned how to be a student and how to manage your time. And so um, when you know changes are thrown at you and, and your faculty moves a course from the spring to the fall or the fall to the spring, um, they have adapted to those changes really, really well, um, which we appreciate very much as faculty. So I think that's one sort of unique thing and definitely a benefit of, of the transition to the graduate level degree. Um, the first few cohorts are really just getting a lot out of their clinical education. Uh, one of the unique things about our program is that we have really varied clinical experiences for our students. So our students could be um, attending clinical experiences at a high school, at a local college. Um, we have another small, not small, but another Division III, um, actually state institution up in Wisconsin that our students complete clinical experiences at. Um, Dubuque Fighting Saints, minor league hockey, um, they do ambulance ride-alongs, they observe in the um, operating room, they observe in the emergency room, they observe at local physical therapy clinics, and all of those things are still happening um, even in the midst of a pandemic. And so while those experiences maybe look much different, what the students are seeing is what those experiences look like in a global pandemic. And of course we all hope that our students never have to live through another global pandemic, right. but we certainly can't predict that. So no matter what, they're getting the most quality education that we could ever have envisioned at this point in time. Um, even through some of the different athletic um, shutdowns and quarantines and all of those things that you know have been really thrown at them, um, they've weathered that well and they just kind of keep getting back up and going back at it and um, have seen some really unique things because of it. So. Um, so it's been great. I think the other thing, you know, that make our program unique is being a graduate program now, our students are all involved in original research. And so um, we're seeing them sort of um, embrace that process. Mm -hmm. and, um, and, and many of them do find it challenging. But of course, as faculty, you know, we're just loving it and enjoying every second of it and, and of researching with our students. Um, but that is, I think, one of the benefits of transitioning, again, to a graduate degree because we are able to build original research into the curriculum and make sure that our students are able to um, to write about it, to present it. And we've had students present at the local and state level, mm. um, you know, even though a lot of their research projects have been upended because of the pandemic. Sure. But we're still forging forward, you know, with changes and, and with progress. And so I think that's that's pretty good news mm -hmm. on our end. Well, yeah, with, with the, the, you said, the hands-on clinical experience mm -hmm. and just that experiential component mm -hmm. is, is so critical. And these last nine months have kind of put it all sideways because you know yeah we talked a little bit before we started here that you know sporting events are canceled mm -hmm. or postponed all the protocols are changing on a daily basis mm -hmm. in terms of what you can do what you're you know what you can or can't do what you need to wear how has that i mean and, and part of it for faculty you you're adapting as well mm -hmm. as the student so it's kind of a it's very much an on-the-fly operation how have the last nine months gone for you in terms of the faculty and then also for the students and kind of how you, know, you said they've adapted well but how kind of looking back what's it been like sure 
you know, looking back, it is that's kind of a unique, <laughs> unique question. Looking back, you know, it's pretty remarkable that we have been able to accomplish as much as we've been able to accomplish in the last nine months. I know when I talk with colleagues at larger state institutions, um, they've been a little bit more restricted as far as, um, you know, students moving through um, clinical education when it comes to athletics. Here at Loris, we've been very lucky because even though a lot of competitions have been canceled, our athletes have still been able to practice um, safely. And because our athletes are still practicing, that means our athletic trainers are still working. And so our students can still attend those clinical experiences, which is phenomenal. Um, we also have a lot of really great community partners in our local healthcare um, providers Unity Point Finley Hospital, Paramount Ambulance, all of those organizations have continued to welcome our students with new restrictions, of course, um, lots of you know rules, regulations, um, more PPE, that type of thing, uh, which our students are fine with. Again, they're embracing it. They're learning that, okay, this is what healthcare looks like during the year 2020 and I have to learn how to do it. Mm -hmm. And so we've been really lucky to um, have those community partners remain open to allowing our students to join them. The same with our local high schools, both here um, in Eastern Iowa in the Dubuque area and in Southwest Wisconsin, they've continued to allow our students to, um, high schools around the area have been you know, up and running with their athletics competitions and all. Mm -hmm. And so we've been very fortunate to have students out at those clinical education sites as well, um, still receiving basically um, the same clinical education experience that they would in a normal year, but possibly even better because they're learning about an entirely new virus that's you know a part of our lives now and learning how to manage that and deal with that in terms of athletics. Mm -hmm. So um, lots of adapting. <laughs> Um, lots of daily changes, lots of um, a student thinking they were going to go one place, but they can't go to that place. And so we send them to a different site and they're okay with that because mm -hmm. they understand that that's the way, you know, things have to be right now. Um, and, and we don't like it either, you know, as faculty, we'd love to have a plan and here's your plan for the year and we're mm -hmm. going to stick to it. But that's not the kind of academic year that this is. Um, we're learning to, you know, zoom in students who may be in a quarantine situation and um, still involve them in the class and still make certain that they're participating in class discussions and activities and, and that type of thing. And so it's gone really well. Mm -hmm. um, there have been definite challenges, but for the most part, again, I have great colleagues and everybody just kind of keeps going back at it, even you know when you have a rough day. And our students too, even when they've been faced with adversity, um, they just kind of get up and, and go at it again. So I couldn't be happier to be able to work with the students that are in the Loris MAT program and the faculty that we have um, who assist our program, teach in our program, and, and our adjunct faculty who contribute to it. Well, and that, that adaptability you mentioned is, getting used to obviously a pandemic but really once you get out you know the clinical experience is one thing but to actually get out in the real world things are changing all the time mm -hmm. anyway so for them to be able to mm -hmm. see things changing on the fly is kind of gives them a leg up a little bit more than they may have in a, in a previous year yeah I think so I mean I think honestly as much change as these students have had to um, adapt to I think this will only benefit them in the future and um, 
you know, really just sort of prepare them for what real life is like. Um, because you never know, no matter what field of work you're in, but especially from an athletic standpoint, I mean, that's what it's all about. You mm-hmm. could have a whole year of, you know, kind of regular types of injuries and illnesses, and, or you could have a year where it, every week it seems like something um, traumatic or catastrophic is happening. And mm-hmm. so the students will really be prepared for that. Yeah. So kind of looking at the, the athletic program, uh, athletic training program, kind of at a looking forward mm-hmm. now moving forward so obviously the five-year plan for, to start off did not include a pandemic no but <laughs> but uh when, when you're yeah the pandemic aside as you're looking forward kind of where where are you looking to take the program as we move forward um i think that's one of the things i get most excited about is looking to the future once we kind of get through this pandemic and um you know things return many people say things will never return to um to normal and they may not things may continue to look quite a bit different which is fine um but i think once we're able to um settle into the program a little bit as i mentioned this year we had some changes where we had to um you know flip-flop some courses from different semesters and terms and so i think we're really looking forward to not having to do that in the future and um and to get back to what we consider our normal intended curriculum plan or academic plan. Um, But moving forward, what we're really looking to do is grow the program. And um, both from an enrollment standpoint and from a clinical education partnership standpoint and a facility standpoint. Um, So we have some big goals out there. We have some partnerships in place to help us grow enrollment. Um, This year in particular, I've um, done some Zoom visits with um, University of Dubuque, University of Wisconsin-Platteville. We have a partnership set up with Central College um, down in Pella, Iowa. And there are other small private institutions in Iowa that we've talked to as well. Um, And so with those partnerships, what we hope to do is is to um, target students who may complete an undergraduate degree elsewhere. Um, and then entice them into enrolling into our graduate program. Um, of course, we would hope most students would simply start at Loris as first-year students, but that's not always the way things go. Mm-hmm. And so we're hoping to develop many, many partnerships um, to, to really grow our graduate MAT enrollment. Um, and then again, from our partnerships within our clinical education program, um, we've already developed several new different clinical education sites this year with local high schools in southwest Wisconsin and eastern Iowa, but we're always looking to expand that, especially from a a general medical standpoint. We have one clinical education experience where our students complete um, more of a general medical um, clinical education rotation, and so we're always looking to partner with um, local tri-state area area clinics to do that. Um, And then from a facility standpoint, Um, It's been our goal for a long time to sort of develop our own athletic training lab and space. And so that's something that we've been working hard on through grant writing. And we've acquired a couple of large grants and we're very thankful for those. And with those grants, we've gotten all kinds of new fun equipment that we bring into the classroom that our students get to um, simulate lots of skills on. And so that's been exciting. And so um, our last sort of piece of the puzzle is to develop our own space for that and our own space for our students to, to really truly be able to um, dive into healthcare education um, from an academic and sort of pedagogical standpoint. 
Okay. So and it's part of this driven partly by obviously your overall where you're hoping to go, but how much of it is feedback from the current students? They're like, you know what? You know, you're, you know, I say a year and a half through it now. And yep. so and kind of saying, okay, this is going well, but you know what? This would be better if we did this. Is that kind of what Definitely. you're saying? Definitely. And, and I think that's one of the unique things about graduate students is that um, they don't necessarily hold back. They will let you know when, um, when they think something isn't working or when they'd like to see something new mm-hmm. or... Um, maybe they've been to, you know, a different institution and they've seen something different and we welcome that feedback. Um, it really is all about our students and we want to provide them with both the best, um, education that we can in the classroom and in the clinical setting. And so that means that we need to kind of grow and develop and really hone in, um, on both of those aspects of the program. And, and we realize that, and I think, um, you know, I think a lot of our program supporters do as well. And so I think there's a lot of good support and um, I guess basically push to kind of move forward with those areas. Sure. So if anybody's interested in the MAT program, mm-hmm. what's the path for them to, to come into the program? Obviously, there are different ways to go, whether it's undergrad or not. If, they, yep. um, if they're not coming in through the undergrad, if they're going through just the two-year program, yep. what, uh, what are the steps they need to do to, to apply? So we're very fortunate that we have um, Miss Megan Henderson, who's our in charge of our graduate um, admissions. And um, so if you're wanting to come into the Loris MAT program, you can um, definitely utilize the Loris MAT website, and that will direct you to ATCAS, which is our online application system. Um, and that's just A-T-C-A-S. And ATCAS is, a, is an online application system for athletic training education programs across the country. And um, when you sort of um, dive into that system and you, you know, build your profile and, and go through those steps, it will guide you through the process and tell you exactly what you need to do to complete the application process. Um, there's a number of prerequisite courses that are required to get into the program, and all of those, again, are listed on our website. Students need to complete 50 hours of observation in, in two different athletic training settings, so maybe college and high school. And um, students also need to submit a personal statement, a resume, and two letters of recommendation. And one of those letters needs to be from a certified athletic trainer. Okay. Um, and all of that, again, is just kind of um, uploaded and created in that ATCAS system. And um, Megan manages that and is wonderful about communicating with prospective students regarding application processes and requirements. And so she's always sort of... Um, a lot of times the first touch point, students will touch base with her and then she can set up meetings with me. I'm happy to meet with prospective students. It's one of my favorite things to do to discuss if the Loris MAT program is a good fit for them. And so um, I think those would be probably my best um, pieces of advice is to visit our website, talk with Megan, and, and hopefully meet with me if, if the program is something that you're interested in. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll include links um, with our with our notes um, once once it goes up, and we'll, sh- we'll share that so they can go directly there from Perfect. our from our show notes. But so as you're looking at the the program, what is it that you're? Is there one or two things you're really looking for? You know, really excited about moving forward? You know, we get a list of all these ideas, kind of the yeah. five year plan. Is there something? Is there like you know what? It, and it could be something that you're doing right now. Like I just really like that this is still going. Or is there something that you're really really enthused about? Um, I think right now one of the biggest things we're really excited about is the fact that um, number one our students are still continuing on with their clinical education and um, that's something that we're looking forward to kind of growing and continuing on with even in the midst of a global pandemic Um, and number two I, I think 
um, our students are really strong researchers and that is a process that I am looking forward to in in collaboration of course with our other MAT faculty um, that is a process that I think we're all really looking forward to developing and honing in on and improving. Um, original research is a huge part of healthcare. It's, it's, it's how we learn to practice. If we're not researching what we're doing and making certain that it's beneficial, then we shouldn't be doing it. And mm -hmm. so um, I think that's been a fun process to kind of learn to work through with our students. And um, I think the last thing I'm really looking forward to is, um, is, is, probably um, creating a plan to, to develop into um, to, to find a facility for our program. Okay. So yeah, just growing. Yes. Just lots and lots of growth. And <laughs> lots of growth and lots of goals um, on the horizon. Oh, well, that's fantastic. Yeah. Like I said, we'll, we'll share the links and kind of get, find the best way to get people to give them the options to, to start applying and moving forward with it. But, Great. That'd be uh, good. But Molly, thank you so much. For no, taking time you. and chatting with me and, and sharing all the information about the MAT program. Yeah, thanks. I hope the information was helpful, and I encourage any prospective students um, or families that have questions to set up a meeting with me. I'm happy to, to meet and chat and answer any questions. All right. Well, thanks again. Thank you. And I want to thank Trent Hansman, who's our producer extraordinaire and clears up all my mistakes as I make as we go along here. And thank you to everyone who listened into our discussion. For more podcasts as well as Loris news and features, be sure to visit the Loris Daily website at daily.loris.edu. And if you consume your podcasts through iTunes and Spotify, you can find the Duhok Digest there. And be sure to, while you're there, to sign up for the free emails, either whether daily or weekly, so you don't miss the latest Loris news as it happens. We hope you'll join us next time for another Duhok Digest. Until then, take care of yourselves and each other. And go Duhoks! Hawks.